0: top story that we need to talk about, the elephant in the room, is the pending indictment of Donald Trump again, this time by the special counsel that was appointed by the White House to investigate uh, January 6th type stuff. This uh, indictment, this pending indictment, is based on the concept that it was illegal for Trump to contest the outcome of the 2020 election. In other words, when Trump exercised his constitutionally guaranteed right to contest the outcome of the 2020 elections, he was committing a felony in the eyes of the Biden regime. This, like the other indictments that Trump is facing, uh, is a made-up crime. It doesn't exist. There is nothing within the United States Code, that makes it illegal for a presidential candidate to contest the outcome of an election. It is our right as citizens of the United States to question our government. That is the basis of the Declaration of Independence. That is the basis Of the Constitution of the United States. The rights of the people are not restricted by the Constitution of the United States. The rights of the people are not to be restricted by the law. The government, specifically the power of the federal government, is restricted by the Constitution of the United States. That's why the Constitution was written. This is a bone of contention and has been a bone of contention for the Democrats. For time immemorial, they have complained about the fact that the Constitution limits their power in government. And again, that was the point. Our founding fathers had just finished fighting a war against a tyrannical government, and their entire purpose was to make sure that such tyranny did not happen again, or at least any time soon. Well, we have gotten to that point, ladies and gentlemen. We have reached the point and I've mentioned this before, I'm going to mention it again, we have reached the point where our federal government is out of control. Our federal government no longer operates within the boundaries of the Constitution of the United States of America. In short, our federal government is no longer a legitimate government. Indeed, it has not been for quite some time, certainly since the 2020 election, but I maintain even before that our federal government has become a criminal syndicate. The criminal syndicate is operated primarily by the Democrat Party, with knowing opposition, controlled opposition, from the Republican Party, and we're seeing nothing different as this new uh, indictment unfolds, this new indictment against Trump. Again, there there is no cry. Uh, something that I constantly uh, point out, I, I frequently tell you about questions that I ask liberals, the left, that they never answer and one of the questions that i have repeatedly asked over and over and over again of the left on twitter is name me a single law a single actual law that you can put your finger on in the u.s code or any other state code that president trump Has actually committed. Name me a single one. And they can't. You look at the uh, indictment from Manhattan. The indictment from Manhattan neglects to actually state a crime. They're just indicting him. That's all. It's a made-up charge. There is no actual crime. There was no crime mentioned in the indictment. They're just indicting him. And the same thing is happening here. In this January 6th indictment from Jack Smith, there is no crime. He's not even pointing to a crime. What he is saying is that by contesting the 2020 election, he was committing a crime he is basically extending the definition of the legal definition of insurrection to include one's legal rights in contesting an election the reason that, i mean this is this is chilling just just in and of itself This is chilling. But the reason this is even more dangerous, ladies and gentlemen, is because if they can do this to Trump, then they can do this to anybody. Anybody who publicly questions the regime can now be indicted for insurrection, Folks, we are dangerously close, dangerously close, frighteningly close to not only a national divorce, but perhaps even civil war. Dangerously close. And one of the reasons that we have gotten to this point is because of the feckless Controlled opposition of the Republicans. The Republican response to this indictment, the Republican response to the treatment of Trump period has been less than stellar from the very beginning. But still, still, we see zero action, no actual action action from the republicans in the federal government none zero zip nada what are they doing well first off they're they're talking about how this uh this targeted assault against trump is is bs Oh, they're decrying it on Twitter and they're talking about it on the news and, and they're talking and they're talking and, and they're going to debate this and they're going to discuss this and this is possibly going to be a matter of a hearing and so on and so forth. And, and at the very worst, ladies and gentlemen, they're discussing the possibility of defunding Jack Smith's investigation. Am I getting that right, Jack Smith? Is that the name of this Stalinist? Jack Smith, yes. These are tactics that could only be expected from Hitler's Germany. From Stalin's Soviet Union, from North Korea, from Cuba, ladies and gentlemen, tyranny, communism, fascism is here in the United States. The Biden regime, the Biden crime syndicate. The federal government of the United States is now a fascist regime. And has been, actually. It it really has been. It was a machine that was operating quite well for them until the appearance of one Donald J. Trump. And he threw a massive monkey wrench into the entire thing. You see, Hillary Clinton was the heir apparent and she was supposed to win and the Republicans had already picked certain people who would be willing, controlled opposition in the election, but Hillary was the anointed one and Hillary was going to take over and Hillary was going to usher in a new America, a new United States That whose sovereignty was going to be handed over to the United Nations and the World Economic Forum and a one world unelected government was going to be the result. That was the plan. COVID was supposed to go off just as it did, and Hillary Clinton was going to lock down the entire United States and hand it over to the World Economic Forum, an unelected group of elites who have decided that they, and they alone, are wise enough to rule over all of the rest of us, over the entire world. It was going to be the most peaceful and bureaucratic of global takeovers. But Donald J. Trump threw a monkey wrench into that by showing up. And and But more to the point, folks, we the people of the United States threw a monkey wrench into that, such that the Democrat election machine, or I should say the establishment, the uniparty election machine, the Nazi party of the United States election machine, was overwhelmed by we the people. They weren't prepared at that point in time to handle the volume of votes that came in but they were ready in 2022 they were entirely ready in 2022 after years four solid years of assault from the fascist propaganda machine that is the mainstream press and the fascists in the legislature constantly attacking Donald Trump, constantly investigating, constantly impeaching Donald Trump and the fascists that were actually inside Donald Trump's inner circle, inside his executive uh, branch, directly working against him. Members, theoretically, of his party directly working against him sabotaging his every move members of his military who are theoretically sworn to follow his orders directly working against him still he managed to do a lot of what he said he was going to do as a matter of fact amazingly the first politician in half a century, perhaps more, who actually did what he said he was going to do on the campaign trail. Somebody who actually represented those who elected him. Somebody who actually defended the United States against encroaching globalism, against a globalist movement bent on destroying the sovereignty of the United States. And why why destroy the United States? Well, folks, because the United States and the United States alone has stood against a global government for over a century. Whenever some potential dictator rose up in the world and tried to take it over, They were slapped down by the United States, by the people of the United States, the rebels who created a nation, a nation born out of rebellion, a nation dedicated to the prospect That all men are created equal and all men are imbued by their Creator, endowed by their Creator with unalienable rights. And we were not going to be ruled, we were not going to be subjected to a global government. that is who we the people are and we showed the Nazi Democrats and their willing accomplices and the Republicans in the federal government we were not going to be ruled but they managed to overwhelm us in 2020 and many of us called them on it Many of us pointed out that there were some very unusual activities that occurred the night that the votes were being counted. Even at that point in time, we were overwhelming them. They had to stop counting the votes so that they themselves could figure out how many they needed to overwhelm us so that they could print that many false ballots, so that they could create that many false electronic records to overwhelm the will of we, the people of the United States. That is what happened. And now it has become a criminal act against the regime, against the emperor, against the king to question the outcome of the 2020 election if they can do this. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons that they are doing this is not only to hamper Trump's reelection. One of the reasons they are doing this is to set a legal precedent such that they can do this to anybody. You see, they have failed in so many ways to conquer the people of the United States. Now what they are trying to do is they are trying to use prosecutorial tyranny with some level of success all over the United States. That is why George Soros has funded so many of these activist prosecutors, these activist district attorneys all over the United States including in the great state of Texas. Now, we are in the process of dealing with that situation in our legislature, not fast enough, but we in Texas are in the process of dealing with that particular situation. Still, it exists elsewhere in the United States, and as long as any injustice exists in the United States, no justice exists in the United States. We are seeing laid out right in front of us, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody to see they are not even hiding it anymore. The reason that they're not hiding it anymore is because they feel that they do not need to hide it because they know that nothing can happen to them. They know or at least they believe that they can safely flaunt their tyranny. They can safely flaunt the fact that they are the rulers of the United States, that they are the rulers of we the people, that the rules, the laws that apply to we the people do not apply to them. They are the elite. They are the special ones. They are the chosen ones, and they were chosen by themselves. And we are allowing it to happen. They are flaunting it in our faces while at one point... They are perfectly willing to indict a man for exercising his legal right. They are being exposed in the open for bribery, for what could arguably be called treason against the United States of America. They're walking around with cocaine in the White House, and they are showing to everybody that they control law enforcement such that law enforcement will not actually do its job when it is concerning the regime itself. If you are a member of the regime, if you are a family member of the regime, then you are above prosecution. You are special. This also is not new, by the way. This was going on under, and this was most especially brought to light under the Obama administration. The Obama regime was without a doubt the most up to this point, or up to that point, I should say, the most lawless of all regimes that have occurred in the United States, up to that point. Barack Obama had absolutely no problem, because he knew, he knew the way the system was already set up. He just flaunted it. He was the first one to actually flaunt it. Before that, everybody was was just kind of... You know, they, they they knew it was there, but they never really openly discussed it. Barack Obama flat out flaunted it. Whenever a, a a court ruling went against him, he just did what he wanted to anyway. Because he knew that there were not going to be any repercussions. He knew that the Republicans weren't going to do anything. The Republicans are completely cuckold they are, they're pointless. They're absolutely pointless. To wit, a story in the Gateway Pundit developing Republicans' debate impeaching U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Oh, we're not going to actually do it, you see. We're going to discuss it. We're going to debate it in the same way, in the same way. They are actually, we're going to debate. We're going to discuss. We're going to consider uh, cutting funding for the FBI's new headquarters. That should show them. That should show them that we mean business. And, 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 and Jim Jordan is going to consider, he's going to threaten, he's, he's going to talk about perhaps maybe holding the criminal head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, in contempt of Congress. I will, I will consider it. We'll, we'll discuss it in committee. We'll debate such things. Ladies and gentlemen, if ever in the history of the United States there was a reason for impeaching a president of the United States, it is now, right now. This lawlessness must end. It must cease. This lawless individual—I'm not even going to say lawless individual. Yes, Joe Biden is—is is a corrupt, dirty, s o b down to the soles of his shoes. There is no question he is a criminal and that he should be ousted from the White House and that he should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, but the law does not exist in the federal government of the United States anymore. All of this is true, but the people inside the White House The people who are pulling the strings, whomever has their hand in Joe Biden's back and is making him sign what he signs and making him say what he says, those people need to be found out. They need to be criminally prosecuted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is tyranny. Ladies and gentlemen, this is treason and sedition. These are crimes, high crimes against we, the people of the United States, and our Constitution. And yet the Republicans simply sit back and they discuss in committee. And and we will think about impeaching Merrick Garland. And the funny thing about it, the hilarious thing about this is, at this point, no matter what the Republicans in the House do, no matter how many hearings they have, no matter how many people they hold in contempt, because the Senate is firmly in the hands of the fascists. Because the White House and the entire bureaucracy is firmly in the hands of the fascists, nothing is going to get done. Even assuming that the House of Representatives could defund anything... There's nobody to make sure that that happens. In other words, the Republicans could go ahead and let's even say that they get a bill passed that would, or, or, that would defund all of these various things. Let's say that that bill even makes it through the Senate and let's say that by some miracle Biden signs it and this would be actually the greatest slap in the face to we the people. They could actually do this. They could go ahead and sign that bill and make it law and then go ahead and ignore it anyway and fund whatever the... They want to. And that would be the greatest slap in the face to we the people. Hell, they've actually been doing it for, for a long time. There are certain agencies, certainly the CIA's budget is, is black. We don't know how much they're budgeted. We don't know how much money they're spending or what they're spending it on. Ladies and gentlemen, that in and of itself is a threat to the freedom of we the people, as we are starting to see now. The federal bureaucracy, weaponized, certainly heavily weaponized under Barack Obama, um, shamelessly weaponized under Barack Obama, uh, agencies that have heretofore been uh, used to overthrow foreign governments to control the outcomes of elections in foreign governments have now firmly set their sights on their own country in controlling the elections of the United States and overturning the will of we the people and overthrowing we the people as the rightful rulers of this country. It's I, it's, it's. funny yesterday how I was saying that uh, at one point I was like, uh, you know, I was still maybe kind of on the fence as to whether or not a national divorce was going to happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's guaranteed. I guarantee it. Or I, I can say I can all but guarantee it. There is some slight potential hope. Uh, but but the funny thing is that that the hope that pundits keep holding out on these particular issues, while founded legally, do not take into account that we no longer have a functioning legal system and that's that's the case here folks the left is going to do and by the left by the way i'm not just referring to the democrats i am referring to the democrats and the republicans the uniparty the establishment the ruling class, the permanent political class, the fascist party of the United States, the the class that is made up of all of these politicians and unelected bureaucrats, more to the point. See, politicians will come and go, but it is the unelected bureaucrats who are running this nation now. They are the ones that need to be overthrown, and they know that Trump has a plan. He has stated he has a plan to overthrow them. They are now exercising, they are now finding out exactly how far they can go, how far they can push us, how far they can push their power, and they're finding, ladies and gentlemen, that they have precious little resistance. they're finding that they can go pretty far. They can indict Trump on nothing, on no crime. They can just make stuff up. And if they can find a grand jury full of like-minded people, they can indict him. They can charge him. And if they can find a sympathetic judge then they can sentence him. And then they can actually defund stuff themselves. They can decide that they are going to stop paying the Secret Service agents who are protecting the president. Folks, I guarantee you that they are thinking in their heads right now They are trying to figure out a way that they can assassinate Donald J. Trump and get away with it. They've been assassinating politicians in this country for a while now, most notably, obviously, John F. Kennedy, but also Martin Luther King Jr., Although he wasn't technically a politician, he was certainly somebody who heavily influenced politics and was going against the way that not only his own people wanted him to go. I'm looking at you, Jesse Jackson. Malcolm X. These people who believed in individual liberty, who believed in freedom, who believed in the people of the United States of America... And they're finding out right now. They're testing the waters right now. And I guarantee you, folks, I promise you. I promise you. Or at least I can say that it would not surprise me in the least, but I'm I'm, I'm pretty doggone sure that they already have a patsy chosen. You see, another thing that the federal government has been doing in the united states to try to influence outcomes to try to influence politics is these mass shootings they've been just like islamic terrorists do that's that's why it it amazes me that some people think that this is outside the realm of possibility in the united states it's not Islamic terrorists have been doing the same thing for forever. They have been identifying vulnerable, weak-minded individuals who are seeking some kind of purpose and meaning in their life. They have been contacting them. They have been grooming them. They have been equipping them. They have been training them and then they have been releasing them on the public. The federal government has been doing this to us as well with these mass shootings. The shooter in Uvalde was the one who really, really brought this to light. And and the fact that the very people who are committing these acts are then called upon to investigate the results of their actions seems to be lost on everybody. Let's say that they find some kid who lives in his grandmother's house, a kid who has no full-time gainful employment, A kid who is messed up in the head, who has probably been abused by his parents, which is why he is living with his grandmother, has a a history of abuse of various kinds, not the least of which is probably sexual, and who needs some kind of leadership, some kind of guidance, some kind of father figure, and is given that father figure, is given that guidance, and is given many other things, like, I don't know, a brand new truck, who is given over $4,000 worth of weapons and equipment, and then who... Unexplicably goes out and shoots up a school in a Democrat controlled area of Texas with a weak Democrat based police force. These are not coincidences. They are not above murdering U.S. citizens. Hell, look at abortion. Everybody's, oh, but abortion is legal. Doesn't make it right, folks. Slavery was legal in the United States. It doesn't make it right. And again we've got slavery in the United States and have had slavery in the United States initially in the form of illegal immigration and now it has expanded to the form of child sex slavery. This is a massive criminal enterprise that we have allowed to be planted and to fester and to now completely metastasize, and dominate our federal government. Do you think it is any stretch whatsoever that they already have groomed somebody? Think of Trump derangement syndrome, folks. Think about the absolute unhinged insanity that some of these people spout on mainstream media. The hatred. Think about some of the things that, that actors and so-called comedians have said and done. Kathy Griffin or Griffith or whatever the hell her name is holding a mock severed head of Donald Trump she wasn't joking and she is not joking when she says she wants him dead these people want Trump dead they're not joking this is this is not just something that they are saying it is not hyperbolic rhetoric that they are using. They literally want the man dead, and by extension, ladies and gentlemen, they want us dead. They have made that perfectly clear in areas that they control, like Portland, like Seattle, like Los Angeles, like New York, like Detroit, like Chicago. They have been prosecuting a war against we the people for a long time now. Granted, it has been a very limited war, but ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go not limited. Think about this. They are testing their boundaries right now to see what they can get away with. I'm positive that there is already a plan in place to take out Trump they're just waiting for the right opportunity they have a patsy in place so that they have plausible deniability when it goes down but it won't even be that much plausible deniability i promise you they don't need it and they don't need it because they know nothing is going to happen to them and once they realize that nothing really is going to happen to them well hell then the gates are wide open and they can do whatever the hell they want. They can start help. They're already starting to do it. In jurisdictions that they control, they are starting to round up people, regular citizens, simply for opposing them. It's happening here in the United States. The, 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 the January 6th people that they rounded up, have, some of them have yet to be charged And they're still in prison. And we sit around and do nothing. Our elected officials sit around and do nothing but talk. Debate in committee. Investigate. Question the very people who are getting away with it, who sit there with smirks on their faces, knowing that this is all nothing but theater and nothing is going to happen to them. And we're allowing this to occur. We're allowing this to happen. We're allowing this to go on. Shame on us. Shame on us. Well. I don't know how this is going to go, folks. I've already told you. How the Republicans have cuckled themselves with that intentionally. By the way, they did it intentionally so that they have an excuse when nothing happens. They have an excuse. Oh well, it was part of that budget deal that we signed, or what was the 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 increase uh, the uh, the increase in this uh, the spending limit, the increase in the spending limit part of that. And I've told you this before, and I will repeat it for those of you who haven't heard it. The Republicans cuckled themselves intentionally. What they said was well, we will go back to the appropriations process, which is the way that government should have been operating from the beginning. The appropriations process. We're gonna go back to that kind of. We're gonna have twelve appropriations bills. And these appropriations bills will be voted on and stuff like that and, and 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 riders and so forth will be brought forth just like things are supposed to again, this is all theater. But here's the rub, you see, if these appropriations bills fail to pass Congress, then an automatic spending bill that funds everything will pass without a vote and be placed on the desk of President Biden and and in order to to make it look like this is a really good deal they said it will have a 1% cut in spending built in but that's not true either you see in washington speak now i haven't actually read this bill but but i do know washington enough in washington speak what they refer to as a cut is actually a reduction in the increase in spending. To make this more plain, instead of increasing the budget by 100, we'll only increase it by 99. And we will call that a cut. See, in Washington speak, that's what a cut is. A cut isn't actually a cut. As in, like, for the rest of us, if our budget, if our spending is 100 last year, and we just don't have the money this year, we can only spend 99 this year. Then that is an actual cut, an actual reduction in spending. But in in Washington D.C., the way that it works is: last year we spent a hundred. Next year we want to steal more from the taxpayers, spend money on stuff that we want, and get kickbacks and pocket some of the money so that we can enrich ourselves. So this year, we want to spend 200 But in order to sell it to the American people whom we are fleecing, we will call it a cut by only spending 199 And we'll call it a 1% cut. That is the way budgeting works in Washington, D.C., The first thing that needs to be done if we really, really, really want to end this, ladies and gentlemen, is that we need to defund the federal government entirely, 100% entirely. You see, even if at this point we held an Article Five Convention of the States and amended the Constitution such that And the way that it needs to be done is dissolving in its entirety the federal government as it currently exists and remaking it the way the founders intended to include amendments that would prevent the very things that have caused the problems that we are currently facing. Even if we did that, I guarantee you, That the current federal government would simply decide that they were not going to recognize the changes made to the Constitution, even if it was done constitutionally. As a matter of fact, based on what's going on against Trump right now, the current regime would consider an Article V Convention of the United States, despite the fact that it is written into the Constitution of the United States, they would consider it sedition against the Crown, and they would go about immediately prosecuting anybody and everybody who was involved in it. I guarantee that's what would happen. Folks, they are finding out that they are entirely and completely above the law and that they can get away with whatever the hell they want. And when you have a federal government, when you have an organization that has come to that realization, and it is a realization, then the manner the options in dealing with that situation become severely limited. Now, the truth is that they are a very few. One of the reasons that they are going to such extremes is because they know that if they allow the system to operate as it was designed, they will lose That is why they are so desperate. They also know that they are vastly in the minority. Ladies and gentlemen, I have said this before. There is no such thing as a red or a, a blue state. There's no such thing as a blue state. A blue state doesn't exist. There are blue counties. There are blue counties that control States, blue counties that control red states. Now, if the red states, if the red counties were to separate from the blue, the blue would almost immediately and instantly be starved out. That is what needs to happen. As Colonel Allen West suggested, and actually, frankly, I suggested even before he suggested this, the red states, the truly red states, need to simply step out and say, we are going to abide by the Constitution of the United States as it was written, as it was intended by the founders. We are going to exercise our sovereignty under the Constitution of the United States. Indeed, it would even be and likely is what's going to happen We are going to declare ourselves independent of this current federal government entirely. We are going to completely sever ties, as is suggested under the Declaration of Independence. We are going to sever ties with this tyrannical and, frankly, illegal government. that is what needs to happen and then that that movement is going to spread it is going to spread fairly rapidly and the only thing that the federal government will be able to do because there will be so very many people behind this movement they're not going to be able to do much they're going to rattle sabers initially and then as the movement spreads and they realize that they are losing And that they are very soon going to actually be starved out, literally starved out. Because, you see, blue counties don't produce anything. Blue counties do not produce food. Blue counties do not produce energy. Blue counties do not produce anything. Soon they will turn to negotiation. And, oh, well, we'll, 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 we'll uh, work with you and, and we'll, we'll, you know, purchase services and food and, and energy from you. And the tables will be turned. But none of that is going to happen until we, the people, stand up and let our state legislatures know. Let our counties, we're going to have to take over our counties entirely. We see the necessity for that in counties like Maricopa. We are going to have to take over our counties. Once we take over our counties, we will have control of our states. Once we have control of our states, then we will be able to exercise our rights. We will be able to sever our ties with what has become a tyrannical, illegal regime. And we will be able to force them back in to heel. Now, this is going to cause some discomfort. But folks, it, it has to happen. Because looking at a global... Situation. Looking at this from a global standpoint, which we have to do, beyond us, the, the, the problem that we're facing with our particular federal government is, is just a part of the evil that is worldwide. There is indeed a global elite who want to take over the world. This is not an exaggeration. This is not hyperbole. This is a fact. They have told us as much. They've written books about it. They've written books that say, We will rule you. You will own nothing and you will be happy. You will be our willing, happy little slaves. We will give you a minimalist living just enough for you to stay alive and to serve us happily, willingly, or else we'll kill you. And they have said that. They've talked about it. I think it was... I think it was the, the spokesperson of the White House, Corrine John-Pierre, or whatever the hell her name is. I can't remember if it was her or if it was somebody else. It was, it was somebody in the federal government who was saying that, that depopulization is one of the things that they want to accomplish. That means killing people, Folks. That means if you oppose them, you make it easier for them to decide who to kill. Again, not hyperbole. This is their plan. They've written about it. There are books about go to the World Economic Forum website. You can get their books. This is not a conspiracy theory. And the hilarious thing is they will still accuse people like me of saying it's a conspiracy theory while at the same time writing books about doing the very things that they are labeling as conspiracy theories. But again, the good news is that that global elite is is a very small minority. And they are losing power very rapidly. You see, globalism is collapsing all over the world. All over the world, the people are once again reclaiming their nations. And not only reclaiming their nations, they're reclaiming their cultures. In some cases, that's a good thing. In some cases, that's a bad thing. But either way, it's happening. India is becoming India again. Russia is becoming Russia again, however you think about it. China, a little bit less so, but but kind of. There there is a resurgence of, of Confucianism in China there is a resurgence of hinduism in in india there is a resurgence of islam in the various well, that's been going on for a while but all of these things the people are reclaiming their culture italy is reclaiming its italianness france is going through some very very difficult throes but they are at least attempting to reclaim their Frenchness. They are no longer, England is reclaiming its Englishness. Or at least they are trying to. They are being fought tooth and nail by the European Union. But the European Union eventually will fall. NATO eventually is going to fall. The World Economic Forum, I believe that what is going to happen with the World Economic Forum, and what may actually happen here in the United States, depending on how much political backlash we the people can actually organize, if the left feels that there will actually be If the left feel that there will actually be backlash sufficient enough to make them uncomfortable, and if there is one thing they cannot stand, folks, it is to become uncomfortable. If, if, that's a big if at this point, they feel that there will be enough backlash that they can be made uncomfortable, that they can actually face consequences for their actions then i guarantee you they will immediately back off they will immediately back off they will start to blame other things other people and they will attempt to rebrand themselves I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen with the World Economic Forum. I am not so sure that that is what's going to happen with our current criminal regime, but it might. Like I said, if, if they start to see a groundswell in the various states, then they might back off. Because we have been so passive up to this point because we have elected gutless cuckolds to represent us. They have felt that they can get away with whatever they want and they've been right. We need to start sending, we need to start calling our elected representatives right now we need to start taking action. Taking action right now means getting involved in your politics at the county level. That's all we've got to do. All we've got to do is take over our county elections. Look at how powerful that is. In Maricopa County, they are able to control presidential elections from one county in one state. Look at how powerful counties are. We, the people, have to take over our counties. If we can take over our counties, then we can take over the states. If we can take over the states, then we can reform the federal government the way it was supposed to be, the way it was intended to be. What form this is all going to take, I don't know, folks. Like I said, we here in Texas actually have a bill in committee to put a referendum in front of the people of Texas as to whether or not we are going to separate from the United States. And current, uh, current polls in Texas indicate that about 66%, two-thirds, of the people of Texas are in favor of separating from the United States. I don't know what form any of this is going to take, and I'm actually excited to see what's going to happen I'm all of this to me is is just an exercise in in it's thrilling. Uh but I guess we'll see. I will get back to you hopefully tomorrow that's what I'm planning. And we will discuss this more because things are unfolding so rapidly and I may be able to throw in some uh Videos during the day if new interesting things unfold. I will attempt to do that in my busy schedule. Uh, thank you for listening, folks. And speaking of my videos, you can catch my videos, uh, which sometimes discuss what we discuss here, and sometimes it, they talk about other stuff, just little stuff that pops up uh, that are. Uh, uh, typically that's where i i talk more about my nerd stuff and and so forth but but other stuff in general uh, and stuff related to what we talk about here i talk more big picture stuff here but you can get my videos on bitshoot.com b i t c h u t e.com odyssey.com, o d y s e e.com and rumble.com um i personally prefer rumble i like rumble uh, Rumble is, in my opinion, the true YouTube killer. Uh, it is getting bigger every day, and I love it. And most of my, the vast majority of my favorite uh, content creators are on Rumble. So I very strongly suggest Rumble, even though, and I'm I'm not getting paid by them or anything. That's just my suggestion. Um, and uh, of course, if you are listening to the video version of this, on BitChute Odyssey or Rumble, then you can get this podcast anywhere you can get podcasts except for Odyssey... I'm sorry, except for Apple uh, and Stitcher. So Amazon, Google, um, uh, Spotify, basically anywhere you can get podcasts except for Stitcher, and because apparently Stitcher's going out of business, and Apple, because I will not fill out their paperwork. Um, ladies and gentlemen and my fellow Christians out there I'm talking just to you now regardless of what happens in this country God is in charge nothing that is happening is happening outside of his control and I've read to the end of the book and I know how it all shakes out and I'm not worried so for me this is just an amazing exercise in in fun. Uh, This is fascinating to watch. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. And I will talk to you all later.